Last week, we had a phenomenal time doing our very first double retreat. I said double retreat, but it was a private retreat, but it was with two couples who make up the executive owner's team for their company. You'll hear more about that later in maybe a future episode, but I want to just paint the background for you. So we had an amazing time, spent the week in Savannah, uh, Georgia, which neither of us, my my husband or myself, have ever been there. So we got a chance to have the travel day and then just have time with the team. We spent the rest of the week there with them and came back at the end of the week. It was great. And then we came back on a Saturday and that Sunday we knew was going to be full on, like all hands on deck type of Sunday. So we had service, we had church, and then we had a meeting after church. But that meeting that we had with the other person was like around three o'clock. So after service, we went to go get something to eat. And that evening we were planning to do our finish strong masterclass, the encore, the final one for the entire year. So we're like getting our things together, super excited, like, oh my goodness, I can't wait to share this and this and getting the workbook together. If you register for it and you likely got all the updates of, you know, all the new stuff that's coming out. And then y'all, when we're headed home, my husband's like, I'm feeling dizzy. I'm like, what you mean you feeling dizzy? <laughs> like, I'm feeling dizzy. I'm like, okay, do you want me to drive? So we stop and we get him some Perrier, some sparkling water just to make that what's going to help. He said, no, I can drive. I can drive. Okay. So we get all the way home. Y'all, he just, it just doesn't go well. He starts, he gets really sick and starts vomiting and all this and it just wasn't well. But then he really wasn't talking so much about that. He kept talking about how dizzy he was. Cause I could understand, okay, maybe there's something at that restaurant that we ate that we shouldn't have eaten. Maybe it was food poisoning. That's what I was pretty sure of. But then I had a pause cause he kept talking about how dizzy he was. So I said, well, I don't really know. I'm not, I know food poison is just going to process. It's just a process. It needs to come out. Right. And, but when you talk about you're dizzy, I don't know what to do with that. So I feel like we need to just pivot and head over to the urgent care because I don't want something to happen later on. I'm like, man, I wish you would have caught something earlier. And so we go there and I'm so glad we did. Um, they were able to help us and assume, we're, from what they said anyway, we're, we have a doctor's appointment tomorrow with, for him with his primary care doctor, but um, it was not food poisoning but vertigo and so wow we're like okay so what does this look like and how long so we're reading up things taking you know that he has some medication we're doing all the things um he's getting lots of rest but you know things have changed drastically like in a matter of just like a few hours so of course we postpone let everybody know i wasn't sure he wasn't sure what was going on at the time we're like we got to go to urgent care we can't even do what we've been planning on doing <laughs> encore like okay god you know all things and you knew all you already knew this was going to happen so help us to rest in that and help me just to to focus in on what needs to be done at home um we're also hosting um, some missionaries this week as well so it's a lot going on in our world and before they come in town i'm like oh I need to make sure, you know, things are ready. But at the same time, I'm like, I need to make sure my husband is good. That's a pri- that's that's number one. So we're, you know, trying to talk through things or he's, I'm really thinking through it. He's not really talking much, but that happened. And then, you know, the doctor said initially, go ahead, make sure you just take a rest day on Monday. So we did that. He was like, I can write you a note to your employer. <laughs> my husband was like, well, that would be me. So he was like, okay, well, to whom we may concern, we can write it to yourself. So he took that day off and he was like, yeah, you should be good. You know, after that, well, Today is Tuesday. Things were better, but he was still like in the bed. I got him, you know, in the shower 
And I said, yeah, I feel like you're just going to feel better when you take a shower. So I took a shower. Next thing I know, I'll come back in and check on him. He's on the floor in the shower. Like water is just hitting him. I'm like, oh, what is going on? What happened? I'm thinking he fell. And he was like, no, I just felt really sick. So I had to lay down. I'm like thinking, man, you were probably standing too long. So let's get you out of here. So get him back in the bed. And then he has another whole ordeal that happens. And then he gets sick again, right, to his stomach. I'm like, okay, we got to get a bucket. And it's just like a lot going on. It's just a lot going on, okay? I'm like, all right, all this is happening. And today we had scheduled a, you know, weeks ago, a pretty amazing interview for the podcast. And that was what you would be hearing right now. But that didn't happen because he was like, well, I think I can do it later in the afternoon. 15 minutes to go. I'm like, okay, are you sure you want to do this? You want to try it, attempt it? He was like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm like, okay, let's inform the people, inform our team to let people know all that great stuff. And then we'll figure something else out. But in the meantime, let them know that. So I'm like, well, that means if you can do an episode, then they can do the episode. <laughs> then I got to do an episode. So here we are. And I was like, kind of like, man, I didn't want to do an episode like by myself. But I had to remember, okay, Sway. Just flow with it and don't get, you can't get all stuck on the pieces and just flow with where, with where you are and really guard your heart in this process. And I know I'm, we did a few episodes on just resting in God, resting in Christ and what that, what we do and, and how we do that, what that looks like. Not that we perfected it, but anyway, I say all that to say whenever you even, you know, act like you're going to give more attention to resting in God. There's always going to be opposition to that. There's always going to be a test to see, oh, you really going to rest in him? Let's see. Let's see about this. Because I know you've been planning this for months. And let's see when this don't happen in the timeline and the way that you expect to happen. You're going to still be resting in God. You're going to still be resting in God. What you going to do next? Huh? What you going to do now? Huh? What you going to do? What you going to do? Right? So all we know is we don't have all those answers that just came through. But what we do know is we're going to rest in Christ. Like we are, we are leaning in y'all, leaning in. And we know that God is faithful and he is good. So I wanted to do this episode once I came together and just reminded myself, okay, what we're not going to do is not rest in God. We're going to rest in him and we're going to do this episode. And it's going to encourage our, my own heart as I believe it'll encourage the listeners as well too. So here we are. I wanted to talk and dive into the issues of the heart and faith and unseen faith or seen faith. Like they're not the same. Well, actually there's no such thing as unseen faith. Your faith is going to be seen with actions. I'm kind of giving it away, but I want to just dive into a very popular scripture today that's dealing with that and really break it down for us because I know it's not just us that's dealing with all the different pivots and things that happen in life. And we are not the only ones also as believers required to rest in Christ. We all are required to rest in Christ. We're all instructed to do so. So this episode is really for those maritpreneurs and wives, especially wifepreneurs even, who want to be challenged to show up fully and stop hiding. When I say stop hiding, we'll talk about that a little bit more in, as we go further into this episode. But but really show up fully of that person, that faithful person of who we are called to be. And then how does this episode help? Well, this, help, this episode will help you to truly be honest with yourself. So you can f- confront issues that have held you back from your full I'm not going to say potential, but showing up fully and performing. I don't mean performing like putting on a mask, but I mean in how you deliver and, and how ultimately in how you show up. So being challenged in that way to really be honest with oneself. Now, why is this important? This episode is important because when we aren't aware of what's holding us back, we end up believing lies. And those lies ultimately prohibit us from being 
fruitful as we ought to be. So that's that in a nutshell. I hope that this episode is a blessing to you. I know that this is only a part of a bigger deal, I would say, a bigger area to dive in deeper to that I believe will be a support as we all just truly rest in Christ. And as we do that, we talk through issues, we work through issues, and we get professional help with these issues as well. We don't have to handle all this on our own. We, the wise walk with the wise and the wise get have wise counsel. <laughs> That's counseling, counselors, therapists, right? It all goes together too. So y'all enjoy. Y'all ready? Let's go. So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. I am your co-host, Sway Buckley. If this is your first time joining us, this here is a very special edition of the Married Pernod Life Podcast today. That's what we're doing today. It is the edition that I like to call the modern day Proverbs 31 woman edition of the Mary Pino Life podcast. So I'm here today, really ready to dive in with you ladies, uh, wives who are building businesses with your spouse, who are focused really on God first, and then making sure that your family is is being nourished and, and, and supported in the way necessary that your family needs. And with that also incorporating business. So it's like a whole big old salad of all the different pieces that are, and hats, I would say, that we wear uh, today. And I just think it's it's important that we have a place to dive into some often overlooked areas. <laughs> I was going to say categories, but areas, I would say. Now today, I'd like to dive in with us. Uh, let's all dive into Proverbs four, the book of Proverbs chapter four, verse 23. This is a very, very popular passage of scripture. And it's so popular that it's one of those scriptures where you hear it and you're like, oh yeah, that's good. And okay, keep it moving. Right. But we don't want to do that today. I've found that there are so many that uh, we, I mean, people that we see people that say one thing, but then their actions show something different. And this is how, you know, because they'll say they're going to do something. And then years later, they're still talking about what they're going to do and just haven't done it. Even when they know what the next step is, like there's all these different things that block us from actually living fully in who we are called to be right now. And this, our heart has a big part, plays a big part of everything, everything that we do in life. And so I want us to be honest today. Many times we see things that happen in life that over, are like cycles of doing things, starting and stopping or, or only going but so far and self-sabotaging. These are these are cycles that happen because we're not being honest with ourselves and we tell ourselves one thing that it sounds good, you know, to ourselves, but we're not really dealing with the issue. So Proverbs chapter four, verse 23 says this, guard your heart for out of it flows the issues or some versions say the springs of life. So guard your heart with all diligence. Actually, let me not, not let me not overlook that part with all diligence for out of it flows the issues or springs of life. And so what I want to do is not just say it and be like, okay, that's so good. Yeah. 
we need to guard. That's right. Great reminder. I really want us to just take some time and be honest about this. And so I just want to break some things down that I went through in this particular scripture that really helped me get even more clarity and confront things that are maybe have been hiding in the crevices of my heart that I didn't even realize were there that were there. But something about this word, something about the word of God, it is a light into not just our path, but to our heart, to it searches out the innermost parts of our of our spirit, which is our heart. Our, our heart is our is our spirit. So let's break this down. The first word that I'm going to go over is just the word keep. So guard or keep your heart different words for different versions, and they're all pointing to the same thing, which is really to secure and to protect. So we understand immediately that we need to be on the defense when it comes to our heart, and we need to not be lazy about that. So the first thing is to keep or to guard, which is to to secure and to protect. And it says your heart. And the beautiful thing about your heart, my heart, is that I'm only responsible for my heart. <laughs> like I can't be responsible for my husband's heart. I can't be responsible for somebody else's heart and issues that they're dealing with and then allow their issues to become my issues in my heart. I can only, and I only have to be responsible for my heart. So this is really important that we are clear about this, that we're responsible for our heart and we're not to police anybody else's heart because we should be so concerned about the state of our heart that we don't even have it to do it, to like dive into somebody else's heart and their business. We may be able to observe and see things, but you know, like, wait a minute, let me just make sure my heart is, is what it's supposed to be. Because the moment we take our eyes off of what we're supposed to be doing, that's the moment that we, we shift and drift out of the lane that we're, we're called to be in. So keeping watch over our own heart is critical. So keep your, my, your heart. Okay, now let's talk about the heart. We know in the physical body, it, that the heart is the, it's a vital organ. It is a natural vital organ, but also spiritual. Likewise, it is also a spiritual, a vital spiritual organ as well. And the heart, just like it does mean in the natural, it also means that in the spiritual, which is life. The, the heart represents life. Like out of that, what we're going to be talking about comes the, the issues of life, right? So keeping our heart, understanding what it is, understanding the importance of that is critical. Now, it goes on to say, the, the scripture goes on to say, with all vigilance, right? So let's talk about the with all. With all is very clear. It's not just saying with some or when you can or when you feel like it, when you have the energy to, when you when you know you're in the right, um, when you know that you have the, the you, got, you got the right answer to respond back to this, that, this person in this way or this situation. That's when you keep your heart. No, 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 no. It's saying keep it with all, <laughs> with all, all, with all. That's what we're focusing on right now, with all, like with everything. What does all mean? Like all is everything in this context. So keep it with everything, like all of your strength, all of your, everything that's in you, make sure you keep it a priority. Like whatever you got to do to get it done, do that to get it done. Like to guard your heart with all. Now go on to the next part not with some, with all, vigilance. We look at this word vigilance. It's with awareness, right? It's, it's with us needing to be aware, not sleep, <laughs> being fully awake, spiritually being fully awake and, be awa- and being aware of the state of our heart, the state of your heart, being intentional. This is not something that's gonna be done. You can't guard your heart being being halfway with it and be like, well, let me just say what I got to say. Let me just, I'm going to feel this way. I'm going to do this because this is what I need to do. You're not guarding your heart. 
you don't realize that there's a bigger issue at stake. You don't realize that there's a there's a way in to the crevices of your heart when you're not aware because you want to do something maybe the old way that you've responded and you can't respond that way anymore because now more is required of you because you're maturing. And so speaking about being vigilant, vigilant, being aware with that. And so this is not contingent upon how you feel. Being vigilant is being vigilant. It's, it's, it's being aware even when you are not, even when you don't desire to be aware, <laughs> even when you, you want to throw it out the window, throw it all out the window, like, you know what, forget it. No, even then you got to be vigilant over the state of your heart, over the affairs of your heart. Okay. Now, then the scripture goes on to tell us this. It said, there's a good reason. It doesn't just end right there to say, just be vigilant over the state with all of your heart, like over the state of your heart. It doesn't just end there, period. There's a reason why, like, you know, the scripture, they don't want us to be, the writer doesn't want us to be in the dark. And ultimately this is God's word. So he doesn't want us to be in the dark with the, without having the understanding of why that why we need to be vigilant. What is the importance of really being vigilant? Well, it goes on to say there's a good reason, so we're not confused or lost. And this is why. Because out of that heart, out of this heart that we have, out of our spirit, <laughs> everything, everything, well, out of that flows, and let me talk about flow real quick. Because flow is not just a start and a stop. Flow is an ongoing, is it, a, is it, an, it is an automatic thing. When something is flowing, it doesn't stop. Look, won't stop. Don't stop. It, it won't. It won't stop. It's flowing. Um, you can't hide it. It will be revealed when when we're talking about the word flow. It continues on. It's continuous. Okay, I want to say that because sometimes we up here thinking that we can hide what's in our heart, but it clearly Scripture says that you can't because out of that is going to flow what the issues of life. Let's go on to that next part. So some versions say the springs of life. Some say the, the issues of life. So everything, this is what this really boils down to. Everything that we think about in our heart, everything that we believe in our heart, everything is going to come through our heart. It, it is processed through our heart. And whether they're unresolved issues or they're resolved issues, whether they're unresolved hurts or they're resolved hurts, it flows through our heart. And so this is why we have to be vigilant we have to be vigilant to, to understand and to be self-aware. And we have to be honest, y'all. Come on. We got to be honest with ourselves. We got to be honest about it because we can't expect to be healed in all the different places that the little nicks happen in, in life and throughout life, through relationships, through situations. And they happen to all of us. This is why it's important for us to guard our hearts. And guarding it doesn't mean that the, the nicks won't happen. Guarding it is like, well, when they do happen, how do you tend to it? How do you how do you make sure that you're not just putting a bandaid over it, but you're actually surrendering it and bringing before God and asking him like, Lord, how you want me to deal with this? Like, I don't even understand. Like, I'm angry about this. I want to say this. I want to do this. I want to be whatever it is that you want to be. But I know I'm supposed to guard it. So can you teach me? Like, how do I guard it in this situation? How do I respond? Um, and I need healing because if we could heal our own hearts, we would have done that a long time ago. And this is why we have to daily surrender. Daily surrender the state of our hearts in the hands of a loving and caring, compassionate father. Daily doing that, daily doing that, throughout the day doing that, being reminded that we are the keeper of our hearts because we're to guard our hearts. So let's talk about this now when we are realizing now that everything that we think, 
everything that we believe comes through, it's processed through the state of our heart and then comes through our mouth, comes, comes through our word, the Bible says. And then ultimately it comes and it shows through our actions. This is how we create our habits. This is how we create, how we respond to situations. This is how we may be hurt about something that we didn't know hurt was there. And then until we respond in a very sharp way, we're like, oh my goodness, I didn't realize that was in my heart. Have you ever had that happen? I'm going to raise like both hands right here. Like I didn't even realize that was hiding in there until I was triggered about something that I thought that it was about that. Whether it was or wasn't, it's not the issue. The issue was like, that was in my heart. That's the issue. That's the issue. So that's what I'm talking about is being honest. So let's talk about real quick how issues and the issues could be like, they're good things that come out of our heart based on the beliefs and the things that we're thinking. But then there are also some broken, brokenness that comes out. You know, people got, you got issues. Yeah, we all have issues. All those issues come through our heart. So how did these issues get here? And there are really some, they're not like several different doors, but there are like some pillar type of doors that, that open it to other things, other doors, other footholds that if we're not aware can easily come seep right on in into the nooks and crannies, into the crevices and hide in there for, for years if we're not aware. And so some of the ways that these things, these issues, these toxic issues um, come into our heart and they, they take root. And when they take root, it colors everything. It colors how we think about something, when somebody says something and we are, are we going to be offended by that? Or are we going to respond in love? Like all of this has to do with the issue of our heart, like the issues in our heart that either have been tended to or have not been tended to. And when you see people who are really, 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 really angry, that there's an issue, that's a heart issue, right? So there's some other things that, that are going on that are coming out whether they know it or not and so likewise with ourselves we have to ask ourselves okay what's going on so let's talk about what are some ways some obvious I'm going to say common I'm not going to say obvious but I think it's obvious when we really think and talk through this some um, ways that broken or toxic issues are allowed and they seep into our heart is through this is a big big door is through the door of hurt because hurt gives being hurt by someone especially those closest to us being hurt can easily if not tended to turn into offense and the offense can turn into anger. And the anger then gives way to bitterness. And then the bitterness then gives way to resentment. And the resentment then gives way to a total change of character. And that seeps in. You think, oh, that's just that one issue in my heart. No, 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 no. That thing, it colors the whole heart. You can't compartmentalize the heart because out of it flows. It flows the issues of life. Like we don't, we, we can't control it stopping the flow we can't stop the flow it's just how we are created it's how we're wired which is why it's so important let's go back to the beginning that we are guarding our hearts we're guarding our hearts because out of it flows and we're doing that vigilantly because out of it flows the issues of life and so hurt is a big big door it's a very common door that just gives way to all these other areas that are not tended to will absolutely turn into other areas that will eat up the good stuff, the good fruit, it will eat up and it will, it, will, it will rot in that stuff, which is why we have to continually go to the father so he can prune us because there's stuff in there that we, we're trying to hold on to. We didn't even realize it's like making everything else around it rotten. It's spoiling all the good things, all the good fruit. And so we have to have those things pruned so then we can flourish in, in the good works and flourish in, in the good things that, that we're focusing on and that we're thinking on and that we're growing in concerning the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So definitely hurt. And then with that comes rejection. I mean, there are other areas, but that's rooted out of hurt as well too. And so how do we respond when we are rejected? How do we, how do we respond when we're disappointed? I just want to like give it some more 
shape. So when I say hurt, it's not just hurt, but think about that. When we are rejected by something or someone or a situation, and this definitely ties into business. When we are doing the do, like we're post, we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, we're being consistent, and then we feel like, wow, I'm getting all these no's or I'm not getting the response that I want. And then there's a disappointment that goes with that. And then what about the times? Let's talk about this, our own timeline. We say, okay, by this day, we want to have this done. By this day, we want to be this size at this day. I mean, whether it's business or whether whatever other areas in life, but there are disappointments from having our own timeline. And there's nothing wrong with having goals. We absolutely should have goals. But remember and realize that we have to guard our hearts with those goals. You still have to guard your heart. We can allow the goals, our hearts to like latch on to our goals so much that we allow open doors of the hurt to take root and turn into other things. It's totally fine to be hurt, but it's like, what do we do with that hurt? So just being mindful of that. I wanna bring us full circle. Why is this really important? Because all of this impacts our faith. All of this impacts, yes, our how we respond to our faith. Like we say one thing, but then do we act on that thing? There was a scripture I was reading the other day, I believe it was in the book of um, Matthew, and I'm sure it's throughout some of the other, the gospels as well. But it was at one time when paralytic, am I saying that right? The paralyzed person, man, was trying to get to Jesus. And he had some homeboys that were like, we got you. And they put a hole in the roof and they came down to the house and and was like, Jesus, like he's right here. Like they were like trying to find a way to get to Jesus because everybody else was in the house and they couldn't even get through the door. The windows They were like, I got you, bro. We're going to go up to the rooftop. I'm going to open it on up. We're going to bring you all down and we're going to get you right in front of Jesus himself. Right. So thank God for friends like that. But something that really stood out to me is what and how Jesus responded. He was like, he could see their faith. He saw their faith. And I said, Jesus, you said you saw their faith? Like he saw, it says he saw their faith. I'm like, wow, so faith can be seen, right? So that made me think about, well, if we're saying, if I'm saying that I believe something or I'm believing for something or I'm expecting something, do my actions line up with that? Welcome to Enjoying the Journey Together, where we help you, where we give you practical, actionable steps so you can see traction fast. It's so interesting every time I say that when my husband is not here, I'm like, oh, yep, it is uh, definitely different. But let's get to this part of the Enjoying the Journey Together segment. Now, although this is a very special wifepreneur or modern day woman edition, it is, it is critical really for us as wives uh, to remember some things that ultimately impact our families, that impact our businesses, that impact everything that we do, our relationships. And that is being honest. Let's just be really, really honest. I believe there are those who are listening today who have unresolved hurts, unresolved issues of the heart, maybe some you're aware of and some you're not aware of. But it's important to take some time and acknowledge these things and bring them before God, the ones that we know about and the ones that we don't know about, and ask the Holy Spirit to truly work on our hearts and to heal our hearts and to bring them, like bring them before us so we're aware, number one. And that also shows and reminds us of our need for him because we can't fix it on our own, right? We have to go to him to fix our hearts and to heal those broken and bruised and fractured areas that only he can do, right? And so that dependency on him is is critical and that ultimately 
shows, like leans in. It, it teaches us how to lean into him. And ultimately, God is pleased with that because without faith, it's impossible to please him because he who comes to him must know that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So all that is like we have to, the just shall live by faith. We're justified. We got to live by faith knowing that God hears us and he's with us. He He goes before us and he's not going to just be for us or with us in the obvious seen things, but he's with us and for us and sits right next to us, cries with us in the unseen areas and the things that people don't see, but he always sees what's going on in our hearts. And the word of God says that he knows and he sees our our thoughts from afar off. That means he sees our thoughts before they even become our thoughts. So there's nothing that we can hide from him. There's nothing that he does not know. He's all knowing. So we might as well just be like, okay, since you know everything, like teach me <laughs> what I need to know so I can get through this in a way that is honorable and that is mature and that is healed. Amen for that. And that is whole. So yeah, I just want to encourage you all to to take this before God, take whatever issues, ask God, you know, what are those issues that are holding me back? Because the seeds of hurt that give way when left undone, that give way to those other areas that are toxic and ultimately sinful, you know, that brings separation between us and God. And so, yeah, I think it's important to realize the severity of that and not to be light with it. So I want to close out with this prayer. Let's just pray. And that is the call to action for today. (laughs) There's no URL, domain, website, or anything else to go to. Let's pray. Lord God, I just thank you for everyone who's listening to this episode. I know that you're a God of purpose and there is no accident in you. If they've listened to this and listened to it this far, that they too are realizing that you are concerned with even those unseen or unknown issues of our heart. And I pray right now that as we come together and we surrender to you, the issues help us to do that. For those of who don't even know how to do that, us to do that, help us. You need to help all of us to do that. Uh, some of us have experienced it before, but need continued assistance, <laughs> need your support, need you, just need you, period. And there's nothing that we can do on our own. We come to you as our creator. And so we just say thank you for your compassion. Thank you for being compassionate. Thank you for your grace towards us. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you that you're a covenant-keeping God who, who not just sits high and looks low, but that you sit with us. And so I just say thank you right now for reminding each and every person who's listening that you are there, right there, as you are here as well, because you're, you can be everywhere at the same time. And so I pray for their hearts. I pray that you, the potter, as you do so well, that you remind them, you remind us that you put those broken pieces back together in the way that you would have for them to be and ultimately requires us to trust you like never before. So I thank you for the faith that you've given us to trust you. I pray that you would increase our faith. You would increase even through the tears, even through the uncertainties, even through not knowing what to do next, but ultimately knowing that you're the one who holds our time in your hand. And so we just say thank you. We say thank you for your goodness, your faithfulness, and we give your name glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Until next time, you all, here's to living purposefully, powerfully, and profitably in sync. Let's go. Ready to drop them bars, hubby? Funny. Yeah. Yeah, we here. Hi, girl. Okay. <laughs> Check it out. Check it out. 
It's like, hmm, okay, it's OL and Sway back what? again. Another episode, press play, now and you in. in. Motion to build out your legacy. Family imply your marriage plus ministry. What? The content is real life in real time. Yep, mm-hmm. a little more to help you both soar and step. Same page where we know you want to be. Yep. And no, it's not as easy as one, one two, two, three. But? It's more like three, two, one. Yep. Where you got to plan your work, work your plan and have fun. And yep. anything you two will call to was doable. Hit subscribe, press like, make this reviewable. Anything you two will call to was doable. Hit subscribe, press like, make it reviewable. Peace. Peace. Anything you call to is doable. Press subscribe. Press like. Make this reviewable for the people in the back. (laughs) That's a wrap, guys. Maybe. Let's see if it was recording.